Time to get started. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WNNS. Time to make your life as easy as possible with these little nuggets of wisdom. Sarah, go first because you got good ones. Okay, great. You ever wish you could remove highlighter marks from a book? Yes, all the time. Okay. (laughs) Yes. Very much so. Well, my friend, lemon juice fades highlighter enough to make it virtually undetectable. I feel like that's like a, like, don't they do that in National Treasure with Nicolas Cage? They use lemon juice to show, no, it's not to hide something, it's to show the map on the back. Ah, uh, yes, Nicolas Cage. I'm confused. Yes, I well, remember that movie. This is this is interesting, and it really works. Have yeah. you done this? I haven't done this, but it says it works. Cut a lemon in half and get some juice on a cotton swab. Run the swab over the highlighted text and watch the color fade. Stop it. It's true. Okay, cool. It happens. <laughs> Science. It's real. So what is uh, your next one? Because, I mean, there are definitely people who are in the book selling business and they have to get rid of highlighter so they can sell the books. Certainly. Yes, naturally. <laughs> well, here's one that I don't know if we've done this before. We've and done that last one before. Have we Have yeah. we done this one before? Man! Come on! <laughs> What's this one? What do you got? What do you Just got? Just indulge me. Come yep, on. I'm here for it. All right. I'm all ears. Prevent your bathroom mirror from fogging up after a hot shower. Come on, with car wax? Apply a small amount of car wax to the mirror. Let it dry, then buff with a soft dry cloth. Have we done this one? Yeah, yeah, no! yeah. You'd think there would be streaks, but no. But yeah, there's yeah, no yeah. streaks, and it's amazing. We've been through this before. We've done this it's before. It's okay. It's been days. <laughs> it has not been days. It has been months. All right, all right. Um, now, this is interesting. This is interesting. I don't know if you, if you were like a spy, you would need to do this, or if you were cheating or something you'd need to do this, but if you want to cross words out and you don't want what you crossed out to be legible, oh, you know, okay, yeah. you just don't cross it out horizontally, just like hate scratch. Don't do that because you still can see like the indentation of the words. You can still kind of make it out sure. uh, most of the time. So what experts are saying to do is just draw a whole bunch of other gibberish words over that word. And so it's just nothing but letters. You can see right here the difference. It's actually pretty amazing uh, in uh, the effect that you get. So Right, like falafel. Over. Falafel. That's not gibberish. That's an actual oh, word. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> it sounds like gibberish. Falafel. Falafel. <laughs> that's not a real word at all. Man. I love it. Um, also, this one is for you college kids out there. Or just adults who are stinky McStinkers. Oh, no. If you have, uh, you know, this can work on any vent, but they say in a dorm room on one of those window units for uh, for the air conditioning. Mm-hmm. Just take a couple of dryer sheets, put it over there, turn on the air, and it just shoots that wonderful laundry Bounce smell. smell. Yeah. <laughs> the chemically smell, yeah. The chemical smell. Entire place. Uh, which I've I done that nice. before. I've done that before, too. Yeah. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WNNS. 1903, a new bicycle race, a little thing called the Tour de France is announced. France. 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 
crossing. Uh, we all know how that did. That's、uh, one of the biggest races, I think, in the world. 1903, it started, huh? 1937, Howard Hughes sets a transcontinental air record flight. By、uh, flying his monoplane from Los Angeles to Newark, New Jersey in seven hours, <laughs> 28 minutes, and 25 seconds. What? I was just thinking about a plane with mono. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick. I can't make the flight today, Mr. Hughes. <laughs> okay, that's not what I pay you for, plane. You get up there, you fight through the sickness. <laughs> totally different story there. Totally different. I almost like it better. I know. <laughs> 1949, <laughs> the president's salary is raised from a, a mere $75,000 to $100,000. In 1949, that's huge. It's got to be a、huge. lot of. I wonder what it is now. Can you Google that? I wonder, yeah. What $100,000 in 1949 would equate、oh、to right now. Because if it's in the middle, I don't think the president makes millions of dollars yearly. I oh, I don't have internet. Oh! oh. Moving on. Anyway.、Uh, 1955. No, I'm, I'm going ahead. 1955.、Um, A、oh, presidential、yeah. news conference is filmed for TV for the first time with the permission of President Eisenhower. Oh, okay. So that's、Grab、when、this. it was a paradigm shift. Yeah. TV. We got the TV now. Whoa. 1957, Johnny Cash、uh, makes his first network TV appearance as,、uh, on the Jackie Gleason show. Oh, man. That's pretty cool. I skipped one because I love this one. 55, also Scrabble debuts as a board game. Hey, Scrabble. I hate Scrabble. I don't like Scrabble either. <laughs> It's boring. And I'm not too good with words, spellings. <laughs> you know, I've put so many words down, and people are like, It's not spelled right. <laughs> like、you a, don't have the right letters. Do you even have a vowel in there? <laughs> I spell phonetically, okay? <laughs> don't worry about it. 1977, Aretha Franklin sang God Bless America at a special inaugural concert for President elect Jimmy Carter, who took the oath of office the next day. Very cool. Yeah, I would have liked to see that. Yeah, for sure. 1988, 48 Hours TV series debuts. 48 hours. I've never heard of 48 hours. I thought it was the first 48. So、oh. I don't know what 48 hours is either. Yeah. <laughs>、huh. Moving on. 19, and it was the last year it ever debuted. Yeah, that's right.、Uh, 1993, Fleetwood Mac reunited for the inaugural gala for President elect Bill Clinton. I think I remember that. Yeah, you were old I was, enough. I was young, but、yeah. I remember, I do remember the inauguration because they wheeled in the big TV into the classroom. Oh,、yeah. I don't. So I'm just, I'm just shaking my head. Yes. 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 <laughs> <laughs>、uh, 2013, we're going up、uh, 20 years, my God. Uh, Lance Armstrong admits to doping at all seven of his Tour de France victories. This is、uh, Tour de France Day. All seven? It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7. The men said they were confronted with limited public transportation, limited ride sharing, andor increased public and private transportation costs. Well, that has nothing to do with、right. Madonna. Sure.、Uh, by the time the show let out at 1 a.m., the man also complained they had to get up early for work and,、uh, or take care of their family responsibilities the next day. Well, well that's not her I fault. I know. I know. They're suing Madonna, Live Nation, and Barclays Center for unconscionable, unfair 
and or deceptive trade practices for promising the public uh, public that uh, the concert would begin at 8.30. Knowing that Madonna would not begin. Well, did they know that Madonna was not going to begin? Did, like, wait, what, did they, was there did they, an opening act? I have no idea. It doesn't sound like it. It doesn't sound like it. The pair is uh, arguing there was a breach of contract. <laughs> okay. The lawsuit seeks unspecified damages. So I don't wait, think they they're going to win this. They no. want money out of it? The, yeah, they want money out of it. They were they had so much to do the next day and uh they had to pay so much to get to where they needed to go because all of the ride shares and everything was uh you know surge pricing. I so how dare they? 3 million dollars. I want a life-changing amount of money because I was inconvenienced one night. Come the on. The amount of yeah. I, I don't want to say privilege, but privilege. Yeah. You know, you, you're entitled. Oh, God. Now I have a sick stomach in my feelings. I'm surprised this hasn't happened sick before. Sick feeling in my stomach. Or sooner before. <laughs> sick stomach in my feelings. Sick stomach in my feeling. Yeah. I'm surprised this hasn't happened before. Maybe you know? it has. And I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. But either way, dumb. Yeah. They won't win. Super dumb. Justin Timberlake is set to join The Tonight Show, starring Jimmy Fallon on Thursday, January 25th, as a guest alongside Molly Ringwald and Ooh. musical guest Flo Millie. Okay. Because Timberlake and Fallon are longtime friends, fans are speculating that Timberlake will use the late night appearance to announce a new album era. Yeah, I think they're right. Mm-hmm. He's been teasing fans via social media over the past week, wiping his Instagram clean before posting a series of photos from what looks like a music video set. So mysterious. Oh my gosh. He captioned the post E-I-T-I-W with fans theorizing the single would be called Everything I Thought It Was, which I still think it's everything I thought I was. I I hope it's that because that would be a lot better look for Justin Timberlake. Redditors even tracked out a trademark application filed by Mysterious LLC early last year for that phrase as well as for Everything I Thought It Was, a sonic film. Okay. Okay. All right. So something's a-brewing. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see what happens, but I think they're spot on Mm -hmm. with that. Yeah. Finally, Post Malone, Andrew Day, and Reba McIntyre have been announced as pregame performers for oh. the Super Bowl in February uh, in Vegas. McIntyre will kick things off with the national anthem, while Malone will perform America the Beautiful, and uh, Day will wrap things up with Lift Every Voice and Sing. Cool. <clears throat> that hurt. All three will have their performances paired with uh, American Sign Language performances. Uh, As previously announced, Usher will be heading, uh, headlining, excuse me, the halftime show. And in quotes, he said, it has to be. The wait is over. Back to the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WNNS. was going on with this guy could have been uh, a total breakdown could have been uh, drugs could have been a lot of things he was using his imagination <laughs> yes yes that's a very sesame street way to look at it sure a connecticut guy he he dug up his entire neighbor's yard it just it holes everywhere like the movie holes with shia labeouf when he was a kid do you remember that Totally. Awesome. No, you don't. I know. Claimed that uh, they were pirates. His neighbors were pirates. He had to understand what was buried in their yard. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Felice said the caller reported that uh, her neighbor dug up her front yard with uh, a rock rake. 
and refused to leave. A rock rake, is that like a hoe? I I assume so. Yeah, a rock rake. I've never heard of it. I, oh, maybe one of the, who knows, maybe one of those hard metal rakes that, that, that they use for rocks. Could be that. Why don't they just call it a rake? Why is it a rock rake? I don't know, because it's for, made for rocks. Made not for leaves. rocks. Not, oh, my bad. When okay. they arrived at the scene, officers said they learned the 62-year-old Mark Otterstadt. Uh, that's a very um, German name, I think, probably, had walked to the caller's property because he believed he owned the neighborhood and that the caller and her family were pirates. Oh, she. Oh, so he believed that the family. Yeah. So they was had pirate. they had hidden treasure. They had hidden. Well, who knows what those pirates were hiding over there under their grass? Oh my gosh! I gotta go find out. <laughs> <laughs> he began to yell and scream obscenities, as so many people tend to do. It happens. Directed at the caller's husband and young children, oh, which you know you no. get the kids involved. Understand. Uh, then you're then you're uh, then making you're bad trouble. decisions. Mm-hmm. He then swung his rock rake in the direction of the caller's husband in a threatening manner. That's also a ne- never a good thing. Yeah, to do. that doesn't end well. Uh, when he spoke with the officers, the man told them that he was actually digging up the yard because he believed they were um, trying to install a water line. So his story changed. <laughs> so he's, they're not pirates. The law is pirates. here. They're never going to buy this pirate story. What shall I tell? Water lies. <laughs> That's it. Why are you wearing an eye patch, sir? I don't know. Why is there a parrot on your shoulder? <laughs> the man was taken into custody and charged with uh, risk of injury, second degree threatening, fourth degree criminal mischief, breach of peace, and only a simple trespass. Oh, not a complex trespass, just a simple trespass. <laughs> I want to do I want to do the minimum that I have to do to get a simple trespass on my record. <laughs> you do? I I just want a simple trespass. Uh, that's it. I don't want anything else. So, uh what do I have to do to get a simple trespass? Go to that guy's yard across the street. See what happens. <laughs> I dare you. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah. Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WNNS. Yesterday, we were talking about how Sarah um, hit a, a duck because it was a peaking duck, which you also told me it's peaking, not pecking. Are you sure about that? I'm pretty darn sure. Okay. But, you know, who am I? Okay. All right. So, um, she killed this duck. <laughs> Not on, this, not on purpose. I didn't murder it on purpose. But it, it just got, happened. Yeah, there's no killing on purpose in any of these stories. Absolutely. FYI. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the duck ha- has passed since uh, it was stuck Aww. in your grill. Yes. And then lodged in the grill. <laughs> just <laughs> right in there. Good sound effect. Thank you. Rose told me about a story that I completely forgot about how she um, unintentionally, mur- well, potentially, uh, potentially murdered a goose. Uh, with her bike. We lived across the street from this... Spoiler uh, alert. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, may, he might be out there somewhere just with a crooked neck. <laughs> so we lived across from this park called uh, Cordiac Park. That's where it happened, right, Rose? Yeah. Okay, so take us through it. Uh, take, like, all the feelings and everything. All right, so, you know, 
my friends, as sixth graders do. We sixth ride through the park on our bikes. Back in the day, before video games, that's something we used to do. You know? I know, isn't it wild? <laughs> so we're riding our bike, my friend Betsy and I, and you know, going along the path as one does. And you know, it's very normal for flocks of geese to be walking amidst the path. Especially but they in this park. Move out of the way. Yeah. What's that? Especially in this park. Geese all over right, the place. Right, right. Yeah, they're all over the place. All over the place. So we're riding along and Betsy's like way up ahead of me and there's kind of this bend around, <laughs> you know, the pond and I'm waiting for these geese as I'm still riding, you know, but I'm looking up ahead to Betsy. And I have that face, you know that meme of like Pedro Pascal where he's like just having the best time, like his people, <laughs> well, maybe you don't. Anyway. I don't know the meme, but I know Pedro Pascal's face and I love him, <laughs> so I can picture it pretty well. <laughs> I'm just riding, I'm having the best time, I'm looking at the best I'm like, you just go ahead. And then I feel like this jolt. And I look down and I see literally this goose going around with my tire. Like, oh no, no. Like, Hooked in. Head stuck I'm in the spokes. This, I mean, I didn't know what to do. So I kind of stop and I'm, I call Betsy over. I'm like, Betsy! <laughs> and she comes over and I'm like, Betsy is a, is a funny person in this instant. Like, I get off this bike and she starts bagging up. Cracking yeah. up. Like, yeah, yeah, laughing. yeah, yeah. Right. And of course, at that time, I'm like, oh my God, it is pretty damn funny. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, here, I'm like, I start packing up. And then these people come over who are walking and they're like, what the hell did you do? You killed it. What so the they're blaming you. They're, they're basically calling you a goose murderer. <laughs> right. Oh, no. Right. So at that point, at that point, then these people come over and they help me. Literally, I don't know what happened or how it happened, but the goose's neck was like entangled in, in the, the spoke. spoke oh, of my bike. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WNNS. At the Cowboys versus the Packers game, uh, all of this uh, happened. They were just, they were essentially abused by, uh, verbally abused by the Packers is what they're saying. Really? Yeah, listen oh, to this. Listen man. to this. So I cheer for the Cowboys, and y'all, the Cowboys versus Packers game last Sunday, I have never experienced such disrespect from the other team's players to the cheerleaders in my five years as an NFL cheerleader. We would literally be minding our own business, and the Packers just scored a touchdown. This is one example. They would come up to us standing on the sidelines, minding your own business, and start yelling at us. Like, sometimes it was this close to our face. Like also, I feel like that's unsportsmanlike conduct, and it's so crazy how they can't do that to the Cowboys players or any other players, but they can do it to the cheerleaders, and nothing's going to happen. Like, I understand the playoffs is a huge deal. Like, I truly get it, but that does not mean... Your humbleness and respect for women flies out the window. So I'm rooting for every team but them. Now that the are <laughs> Well, let me say, I mean, it, you know, it, there should be a rule that you can't taunt the cheerleaders from the right. other team. Right. Why mean, would you, you do that? Well, I, you know, maybe they needed to get it out and that's just who they went for because they knew they weren't going to get in trouble doing well, it. Well, that's I don't ridiculous. Well, that's what Come happened. On. That's speculation. That's speculation. But uh, a teammate, Jensen Merrill or Merrill, backed Lassiter's story in the comment section, replying literally was on the verge of tears. That's so. terrible. Yeah, that's not good. That's not good. I bet you something comes out from this, though. I bet you they create some sort of rule from 
from uh, this interaction. We'll see if anybody talks on it or not from the end. I can't believe that's not a rule already. Don't taunt the cheerleaders. Right. Like, come on. Right. And if they're, like, getting up in their face inches away, which is what she implied, which she alleged, huge guy in pads, just, like, getting up in your face, that's not comfortable. Absolutely not. No. Wow. All right. Well, on to happier football news. (laughs) Kansas City Chiefs owner Clark Hunt said he and the team are happy for Travis Kels, Kelsey? Well, it's your choice at this point. It's pronounced Kels, but uh, everybody I, says Kelsey. I have heard, I was watching, I can't remember what I was watching yesterday, SportsCenter or something. Somebody was saying Travis Kelsey, and I was like, man, everybody's saying Kelsey. Well, even his, uh, the owner calls him Kelsey, so it's yeah. like. All right, Travis Kelsey. <laughs> right. Saying he's happy for Travis Kelsey's relationship with Taylor Swift. Hunt had nothing but kind things to say about his star tight end dating the pop superstar in an interview with CNBC on Thursday. Here's what he had to say. What do you make of the Taylor Swift phenomenon? What's it mean for the league? What's it mean for excitement? Well, first of all, we're so happy for Travis Kelsey uh, and Taylor and their relationship. You know, I've I've had a chance to meet her uh, at one of the many games uh, that she's attended this year. And she's just as sweet as she can be. I also got to see her play here twice this past summer and what an incredible performer i mean just one of the most amazing artists uh, of our time uh, but wow. it's, it's been a very interesting very fun year uh, having the two of them dating the attention that's been focused on on the chiefs uh, our female audience has grown le- leaps and bounds think really? about it sure. it's, a, it's an unplanned phenomenon you had nothing to do with it it was just it it, it, it just happened no, that's right. It was purely organic. You know, when they were just starting off dating, there were a lot of people saying, oh, it's a marketing stunt. But no, it's, it's very real. This song goes out to our employee of the week. We'll work hard to make you happy. The best things in life are free. The Morning Routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WNNX.